0: live.
1: Geeks Alliance. We have another amazing interview with one of my favorite heels, uh, workers, and uh, promoters in the business. uh, Soon to be a Hall of Famer next Friday, actually, a little bit of a week from today. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing?
2: Good, man. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, Ready to talk a little uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Like you said, one week from today, April 6, 2018, 32 years to the day that I had my first match. So pretty excited about it.
1: Yes, sir, and let's go back a little bit. Um, When I was researching um, your matches, it's not WWE-related, but I found an amazing match between you and Nick Bockwinkle for the AWA title back in 87.
2: Yes, uh, I'm assuming you want to chat about that. Uh, Yes, sir. It's funny that you bring that up, because um, during the month of May, every day I've posted on my Instagram, um, by the year, and that was obviously, you know, the second year. So on March 2nd, I posted about that match. That was uh, really very, very fortunate, first off, to to even get the opportunity um, that we only had Nick in this home territory, you know, uh, a couple of times a year, and he was the uh, AWA champion at the time, and and he was in his early 50s, and I was 19. I just remember thinking, uh, you know, that stat has sort of always stuck with me, and, through the years, and, and how lucky I was just to get the opportunity. But, but Nick, uh, you know, uh, a, a young uh, young guy like me, uh, we 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 uh, we more than got through it. I'll say that he is a true pro, uh, just so good in the ring, so smooth, and so arrogant and smug uh, as his persona. And uh, he, he just it really, the match really resonated with with the with the fans that night, the crowd, and, and here we are. Uh, 30 years later talking about it but it's pretty cool to be discussing it but yeah nick uh a, a real uh, a pro's pro and a champ's champ for sure
1: yeah if you guys definitely want to check out a great match especially if you're a wrestler out there and check out great in-ring psychology by both jeff as a babyface uh, back then which is kind of funny because you're one of my favorite heels of all time but nick and the way that his, his bravado and how he would pull a powder um a couple times during the match and just just a great uh, arrogance about him, like you said. Uh, incredible match, uh, but uh, yeah, definitely kind of want to relate that because I go to one of my favorite matches that I remember as a kid. I'm 32 now, but was your IC match, or your, I should say, the Intercontinental Title match against Shawn Michaels at in your house? And now roles are reversed. You're the heel. You're pulling the powders. Uh, you know, Road Dogs try to help you out as much as you can. Uh, how was that match in retrospect?
2: You know, I, I, I met Sean in the late 80s, so we had known each other several years. And for you know, us to get that opportunity, obviously, that was early in the, uh, the times of, of both organizations, WWF and WCW at the time, going to monthly pay-per-view format. It was the second in your house. Um, and it was, it was, you know, the, the stage was set. I'd had, uh, at that time, really built a lot of momentum with the IC title, um, the the song uh with my baby tonight the video had come out i was doing a live performance it was in my hometown of nashville uh so the stage was definitely set uh, and it goes without saying sean's not just his athletic ability but his overall skill as a professional wrestler and, you know the guy has and I've, I've said this you know he i don't know that he has a peer uh, nowadays, when you look back over the length of his career and, you know, his, his matches with Undertaker at Mania's and, and, you know, but going back to those times, God Almighty, I, I remember looking forward to the match. And that night, you know, we, we performed the song, me and Road Dog, as well as had that match, and Sean is so good. And, you know, uh, this especially the past four, five, six weeks, reflecting on my career, I've had an opportunity to discuss it. And, and you know, Sean, God, he's so good. Uh, And that match was, uh, it was, you know, one of those ones that obviously uh, we did a few things right and uh, we're still talking about it today.
1: Absolutely. And we'll want to get back to Road Dogg and transition back to Hall of Fame. But since we're still on Shawn Michaels, I'm getting a chance to talk to a worker that uh, got a chance to work with both Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles, both in their primes. Uh, You had incredible matches with both of them. Both of them are considered... It's like Jordan and LeBron of wrestling. Um, who did you enjoy working with more? And who, in your opinion, is the better in-ring performer between the two, if you can answer that? God, that,
2: that's tough. Uh, who did I enjoy more? Because, obviously, it was I was at different stages of my career. Um, yeah. You know, um, me and Sean are relatively the same you know, age. So we were both in our late 20s, early 30s. Um, and you know, in, in your athletic uh, as, as a male, uh, so to speak in your athletic prime, but psychology wise, obviously you get, uh, like, uh, you know, you, 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 continue to learn and grow in this business. Uh, I certainly did. So have that opportunity with AJ later, obviously AJ, you, you know, he just either turned 39 or 40. So, you know, his career is far from over. Uh, so, you know, at this stage, It it is almost like a Jordan LeBron. It's really hard to have an argument against uh, the Michael Jordan. The thing that separates Jordan and and Shawn Michaels apart, look at the longevity. I mean, Shawn, um, early 90s is when he slid into the, I don't say slid into, bust into the main event scene. And uh, just up till just a couple years ago. So, you know, he had 20-something plus year of on top. Jordan certainly didn't have that. I'm not comparing the two either. But the longevity of, of, of Sean and, and, and the, the, the high, high level, uh, sometimes only the Sean Michaels level that nobody could compete with, uh, you, you have to tip your hat towards Sean. He's so good with so many different opponents. Uh, he is, you know, I, I, I do think he's the greatest all-around performer our industry's ever seen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I definitely tend to agree with you. I love AJ, but Sean is uh, something special for sure. Um, getting back into it, um, are you excited about Road Dog inducting you into the Hall of Fame? And uh, just let me know your feelings about being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm really happy for you.
2: It's an understatement if I'm happy. You know, I could talk <laughs> um, till, till, till next week if we want to talk specifically about Road Dogg. Uh, you know, there's a lot of public... Uh, knowledge, also about our professional career, but, you know, on a personal side, uh, you know, uh, Brian is a special human being, and and, and when I, uh, you know, when it was discussed, and, and there have been other names talked about, but in my mind, it's only been one person um, that, that should be doing the inducting, and I'm super excited about it. I couldn't be happier that he is the one, uh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, Friday night, to, to see him on stage, it's going to be special. Uh, without question, it's definitely going to be special for myself and my family, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he's going to cost you a match and then you'll have to beat him up at the end of it, which is good. <laughs> never beat um, him up. He,
2: he might have cost me, but I never beat him up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. But, um yeah, um try trying to think. Uh, for WrestleMania now, uh, you know, I know you're probably going to tell me not do anything, but there is a guy that doesn't have anything uh, going on right now, that has a guitar gimmick. Um, are we going to get a guitar on a pole match between Jeff Jarrett and Elias Sampson? Possibly. I don't amazing.
2: think we're, we're going to get a guitar on a pole match uh, at Mania. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, all kidding aside, Elias, uh, man, is he really starting to come into his own in so many ways. Uh, I've said this on a couple of podcasts when I've been asked. Um, he is... Obviously, very. Uh, he's connecting on a much deeper level emotionally with the fans. Um, I'm looking forward to his first big rival uh, and 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 how that comes about. And uh, you know, he's the real deal. Uh, and uh, who wants to walk with the lies is is, is 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 catchy. It's cool. It's it's all it's on point. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to see where. Elias, his career takes him.
1: Absolutely. Uh, me too, actually. And I think his big uh, problem is going to be uh, Braun Strowman, possibly. Um, but I uh, want to start wrapping up the interview. Um, last last, quick question. Uh, cage match. Jim Cornette versus Bruce Prichard. Who goes out alive?
2: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> well, it, it, the, the bet would be who's going to get him in there. Um, and then once they got in there, um, you know, it's hard to beat a man with a good tennis racket. Um, and, 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 and Bruce will tell you, he loves you, but he, 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 he doesn't really love you. I don't know. That's an interesting question, but, uh, those are, are two obviously greats, great minds and, and, and great friends of mine.
1: Yeah. I just want to throw you off a little bit, Jeff. I know you've probably been uh, hounded with the same questions over and over again. So I um, just want to wrap this up. I appreciate you taking the small, you know, the, the amount of time that you had to give to us. We'd love to have you back uh, to do more of a uh, – maybe more of an in-depth interview, go over a little more of your career. Sure. Um, in the nicest way possible, I just want to say that I hated you for a long period of time, so you did a great job <laughs> being a heel. Uh, this is a man that – promoter, guys, one of the strongest workers and, and heels of, of a generation of time – and, um, you know, one of the only guys that's been a part of the NW and the Four Horsemen. Um, crazy to reflect on all that, huh?
2: And the Bullet Club. Uh, a guy on Twitter noted that out, that uh, he's not sure that anybody else has been Four Horsemen, NW, and Bullet Club. So I never really... Ah. That, didn't ri- that, that, that didn't ring a bell to me until I saw that on Twitter. But, uh, no, I appreciate having you on. Love to come back and, uh, I guess, as I say, do it much more long form. Uh, but I am. This is an opportunity. I'm trying to You know, not turn down anybody who's requesting because, you know, you guys, um, uh, we'll call it the podcast world, um, that love to talk wrestling, just like me. Uh, It's an opportunity to me. You know, I'm not promoting a show or an event or or anything. Uh, So I I welcome the opportunity to come on and and, uh, say hello and chat a little bit about the Hall of Fame. And and I do appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, we'll do a long form sometime.
1: Thank you so much, Jeff. Definitely want to pick your brain and uh, have a uh, great week. And I can't wait to see you a part of the Hall of Fame, sir. All right,
2: bud. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.
1: All right, guys. Well, that was another wonderful interview uh, with Wrestling Geeks Alliance, part of Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, definitely check us out every Wednesday. We got a show at 7 o'clock, two hours. Uh, Next week, we have Christopher Daniels coming in at 6 o'clock. So we're going to do it a little bit early. uh, Talk to him, but more great interviews and more great times to come. Appreciate all of you guys listening. And I really appreciate uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett coming on and his busy schedule to talk to us. So I hope you guys enjoyed the interview and have a great weekend. Let the Geek Fives be with you.